um, with 100 years of NFL football being sort of recognized this year and the Giants coming to town and your history in the organization, what would you say that organization has meant to the league, uh, the Giants? What, what makes them special? Um, yeah, there's, there's so much um, there's so much history there. You can write a book about that. Um, but, you know, of course, the, the Mara family, uh, single ownership, you know, they've certainly been through um, all the different phases of the league and um, not only have done things uh, very professionally and for the good of the game on the field, but, you know, present everything well off the field as well, their family and their organization and just, you know, the way they, the way they do things. So, um, you know, it's, it's a storied franchise and it goes way, way back. Um, and, and I was very, very fortunate to be a part of that that great organization for 12 years, and I learned a lot there um, from so many people, some of whom are still there, um, most of whom aren't, but um, you know they, they brought together a tremendous you know group there in the 80s, and uh, starting with Coach Perkins, and so I was very, very fortunate to be a part of that. It's always been and, a big part of my life and my career. And, and maybe just to, to follow up on that, um, you, you've obviously gone on to do great things elsewhere. Um, what, how has that sort of provided, or what, what did that do to provide a foundation for you? I know you've been places before that as well, just moving forward, and maybe allowed you to go on and do different things, bigger things in the league. Yeah, well, you, sure. You you learn something everywhere, and learn something every day, and learn something every year. So, um, yeah, Baltimore, Detroit, Denver, but the Giants—that uh, was really um, where I learned so much about really everything. Um, special teams coach, defensive coach, defensive coordinator. Um, got more involved in scouting. Um, and just, you know, the responsibilities that uh, Coach Parcells um, provided me with and the leadership that, that he provided, you know, the, the players that I learned from there, so many great players on both sides of the ball. Of course, it was, you know, Taylor Banks right on down the line on defense, but it was also, you know, Bavaro and Sims and um, McConkey and guys like that on offense and Jennings and Landed in the kicking game and so forth. So was, those players, you know, had a had a wealth of knowledge in their area and and uh, you know I learned a lot from them as well as um, you know coaches that were there like uh, you know Al and Romeo, Mike Sweatman, Charlie, so forth. Uh, so it was you know, a lot of Jerry Angelo, a lot, a lot of great people in the scouting department as well that um, taught me a lot and, and helped me along the way. So those are those are lifelong friendships. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate the question. Uh, next question is Jim McBride, followed by Tom Kern. Uh, good morning, Coach. I wanted to ask you about um, Daniel Jones preparing for a quarterback like that who doesn't have a ton of NFL film. Uh, plus compounded by the short week. Uh, yeah, Jim, we, uh, you know, we, we saw him in the preseason. Um, 
in the preseason games that he played in. So we had a little bit of a background there. And we, you know, did some work on him in the spring as well. He visited here and spent some time with him. He's a very impressive young man. And, and I've had a chance to see him play um, in the last few weeks here. So he's he's a smart kid, um, has a good football background, uh, very athletic, runs well. Uh, he's he's fast. He can get out of the pocket and, uh, he's a hard guy to hard guy to catch, um, and so similar to you know we saw a little bit McCoy coming when he got out of the pocket yesterday. He was able to uh, you know outrun us and, and pick up some yards or or buy some extra time uh, to throw. So, you know he's in a very good offensive system that uh, Coach Shermer runs in the West Coast system, and so the timing and um, being able to see the field and utilize all the receivers and, and multiple uh, combinations and so uh, short, intermediate, and deep routes and play action, misdirection, all that. It's a very diverse offense and um, looks like Jones has handled it very well. He, he you know, does all the things that they do, including the RPOs and so forth that um, Looks like have been included in the offense in the last couple of years. You know, it's been added in the last couple of years. Um, so, you know, it's a pretty, pretty complete. Uh, has a pretty complete playbook for uh, his level of experience, and he handles all those things well. Um, he's an accurate thrower at all three levels. Uh, shows a lot of poise in the pocket. You know, he's taken some hits and had people around him back in the pocket, but he. Has a lot of poise and toughness, and just stands in there. And you know, and then you got Eli too. So I mean, they got two very, very good quarterbacks there. Um, you know, whichever, whichever one's in there, we'll we'll have our hands full. We're sure of that. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next question, Tom Kern, followed by uh, Michael Petragia. Hey, Bill. Um, over the course of time, obviously, Julian Edelman has turned in a lot of really great performances, but with what he's dealing with physically and for him to go out yesterday and, and have the kind of game he did, I, I wonder what your impressions were of his effort the last couple of weeks, you know, especially yesterday with, with some of the uh, the catches and punishment he took afterwards. Yeah, well, Julian's um... – yeah, as, as you uh, remarked, Tom, Julian's a tough kid, um, always has been, you know, showed that in college, uh, showed it his rookie year here, um, and all the way through his career. So he fights for every yard, he's a pretty competitive blocker, um, he's got excellent playing strength and plays bigger than what his, what his size is because of his, his leverage pad level and his overall physical and mental toughness, so. Um, you know, he's he's done a great job for us. Continues to do that, and um, you know, he's one of the most competitive players you know I've coached. When we talk about the wide receiver position, kind of league wide, he often is overlooked in the conversation because he's a different kind of player. But I'm trying to think which other wideouts could have really done what he did yesterday. And I, if I'm overstating it, that's okay. And it's a dumb question. Yeah, Troy Brown. Thank you. Next question, Mike Pacheco, followed by Mike Giardi. 
Thanks, Stacey. Uh, morning, Bill. How are you? I'm, I'm Mike. How are you doing? Good. Um, shortened week, obviously. Would you rather have a shortened playbook this week uh, and do those plays that you practice and, and practice well or um, have more plays uh, available to you and your staff and just not rep them as much in practice? I'm curious uh, on the trade-offs you have to balance as a coaching staff in a week like this. Yeah, that's really uh, – that that goes right to the heart of the matter, Mike. That's really the question that um, we'll have to answer in the next you know, 24 to 48 hours. Um, and it's, it's the balance that you have to strike there. Um, hopefully things line up that you want to do things uh, in the game plan that you've been doing and or you are, are part of your system that, that's really not – the repping it play isn't really an issue because you know how to do it and maybe it wasn't the last week's game plan, but it's something that you're familiar with. So when those things line up, that's relatively easy. The hard part would be um, they do something that uh, forces you to do things a little bit differently or maybe there's an area that you want to try to attack, but it's not part of your normal system. And so do you, you know, step outside the box a little bit and, and spend time to – try to get that ready in a short week or do you uh, say it's, you know, it's too much and we just won't be able to execute it or, you know, maybe you have three or four ideas like that and you take out one uh, or only two of them because it's just, you just run out of time and opportunity to, to prepare for them. So that's, that's really the question. And uh, we'll have to, you know, have to pull that together. It's, um, you know, when you do a normal game plan, you can, you know, chop it up into some sections, early downs, uh, on offense and defense, you know, early downs, third down, red area, two minutes. Uh, so, you know, something could come up in any one of those, and you add it, and it's not a big deal when you're getting ready for a game like this. Uh, you have to kind of put it all together at once or maybe, you know, two sections, but not, not the normal time frame that you have, and then, if you start piling on, well, we're going to do this in the red area, and we're going to do this in two minutes, and do this on third down, and do this on early downs, and you know, before you know it, your the volume can, can accelerate pretty quickly. Uh, so, uh, but the Giants are, you know, they give you a lot of problems, and they're very well coached, and they have an excellent uh, schematic uh, plan, and there's some things they do you just have to be able to handle. So, um, you know, you got to try to figure out how to how to work all that in but it's it's definitely a challenge i know the preseason is a totally different animal obviously but does that help especially since it was whatever five weeks ago that that you saw at least some of the same personnel yeah sure i think there's the familiarity with the players um yeah schematically not really but um you could you know see some similarities uh you know, go back to 18 and, and see some things that were in place there. Uh, but, you know, some of that's a little bit outdated, but dated, solid, some of it I think is relevant. Um, but we'll just certainly the personnel familiarity, though, even though a lot of those guys didn't play in the preseason game, you know, we saw them for the first three preseason games, and, you know, we knew we were playing them on a short week here um, in the sixth game of the season. So we took a little extra time to – to watch their um, the development of the team through preseason. 
great. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. A uh, couple of final questions here. We're going to go Mike Giardi, followed by Kara Sullivan. Morning, Bill. Hey, Mike. Tom Brady, I know you're not into to, to ranking things, but Tom was on the radio this morning, and he said that this defense is playing as well as any defense he's ever played with. Is that a fair assessment from Tom, considering you've been here for as long as Tom's been here? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to argue with Tom on that one. That's, that's his opinion. I wouldn't argue with him on that. That's the way he feels. Um, great. How do you, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm not really thinking about ranking anything, or I don't really care about some defense five years ago, ten years ago, or fifteen years ago. I mean, it's, I don't think any of that's really very relevant. What's relevant to me is getting ready for the Giants and you know correcting the the things that happened in the Washington game that um, we need to fix, and both on a coaching level and a playing level, um, game planning and and get ready to to play the Giants, and that's that's really what I'm worried about. Not you know some defense from ten years ago. I mean I don't really care about that right now. To be honest with you. Thank you. Right, we'll, go, we'll go Tara Sullivan next. Thanks, Casey. Um, Bill, I know you mentioned you're still game planning, obviously, in case Eli enters the game, but but he's not the starter anymore. And I was just um, hoping maybe you'd share a few impressions of his career in totality if we don't know if it'll be his last season with the Giants or not, but just impressions of his career overall. Yeah, he's had a great career and you know, certainly had great games against us. So, you know, he's a class kid. Um, known Eli, I have a lot of respect for him. Um, you know, having coached uh, at the Giants for over a decade, um, you know, I know some of the things that go with being the quarterback at that in that franchise. Um, certainly saw it, you know, during my time there, um, and I think he's he's handled a lot of things both on and off the field, um, very professionally. Uh, the high character person that he is, and with class and professionalism, but at the same time. Uh, with a high level of competitiveness and um, and a high level of performance, so uh, I have a ton of respect for Eli and all that he's done, and which he's done a little bit less in a couple games against us. But um, I have a lot of respect for Eli. Do you think he belongs in the Hall of Fame someday? Do you have an opinion on that? Uh, I'm sure he's going to be part of that conversation. Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. 